Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White. An on-demand audio presentation of RedPeachSports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show. Louisiana. What up? How goes it? Aaron Dietrich here in the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in beautiful West Monroe, alongside from the Washita Citizen, Jake Martin. Good morning, Jake Martin. Good morning. I am doing well. I don't think our Arkansas folks are doing as well as I am today. Calling out Russell right from the get-go. 888-993-7762. It's the Stuart Shelby Goosehead Insurance Hotline. Slash text line, go to StuartShelby.com for a free quote. Quite frankly, for a majority of last night, thought this morning would be all about celebrating and, of course, honoring the national champs from Arkansas winning their first ever college baseball national championship in Rutrow. Rutrow, indeed. A, a pop fly, in case you haven't heard, a pop fly that could have been caught by three different. Not one. Not two, <laughs> but, but three different Arkansas players in foul territory. It fell between all three of them. With two outs, by the way, that would have two won, strikes. That would have won the championship. Two outs, two strikes. You're one out away from winning the school's first ever national championship, and then everything turns south in a hurry. A single followed by a homer gave Oregon State a five to three lead. Of course, they, they, they finished it off in the bottom of the ninth. And now we have a tied series. And, Aaron, I, dude, it, it feels like this to me. Whenever you have a situation like this unfold, yeah. I was all Arkansas yesterday. You yeah, remember? Yeah. I think I'm all Oregon State today. I don't know how you come back from that. I don't know. And, and, and you know, kind of clear your mind and go out there and play ball because you were a pop fly away from winning the school's first national championship. That is tough. That's yeah. tough to swallow. Feel bad for Arkansas fans. Saint fans are saying, "What's well, yeah. the big deal?" That's, well, <laughs> well, I was about to say, if if anybody can relate to that, it's it's Saints fans. Yeah. And, and it's you know, this is one of the. If you're an Arkansas fan, you're probably not listening today. If you're an Arkansas fan, you're probably staying away from sports, whether it be radio, TV, whatever. At least they get another chance. At they least do. They get that, another that's opportunity. True. That's true. But it's just one of those things where you feel sick to your stomach and you just don't. You want to block it out. But like you said, you you can block it out all the way up until what is it, five thirty tonight? I believe it starts at five thirty. Um, game three, you, you get another opportunity. You can go out there and correct it. But man, it's gonna be tough to get back up for that after that crushing defeat last night. And you said it felt like destiny, and I honestly felt the same way because th this was a terrific ball game. Yeah. It really was. Great great plays on both sides throughout the game. And I kind of had that destiny feeling too in the fifth inning when Arkansas 
you know, it was the same. It was fifth inning yesterday. I mean, fifth inning uh, Tuesday, and yeah. it was the fifth inning yesterday where that's where Arkansas took the lead. And just it, it felt like, man, this is just going to be Arkansas's year. And Oregon State fans would come back and say, you talk about that fifth inning, and you have to have Lady Luck a little bit on your side. You look at Arkansas where they had a pair of uh, bleeders to left. It, it was perfectly placed. Yeah. It, it, those those back to back balls were, were fell in the absolute perfect spot nice. for them to take that lead and now you you go into I believe it was a sixth inning Oregon State had that squeeze attempt which they were already successful with earlier in the game beautiful bunt they go with the sacrifice squeeze and Arkansas's pitcher was able to catch it and then throw it back to third and get the double play Oregon State had runners on the corners with no outs before that mm -hmm. happened so again I was just going man this is destiny this is arkansas's to lose unfortunately they lost it in the ninth yeah beavers three times they had uh, runners on third base with fewer than one out and were unable to capitalize but it all goes back of course to the ninth two outs two strikes you're thinking this is the call that a win it for the razorbacks and phil ellison will have the call and this is what will live in the history of arkansas baseball but it turns south in a hurry Set by Matt. Here's the pitch. A swing and a pop up behind first base. Jared Gates over in foul territory. Carson Shaddy is there too. Nobody could get to it. And it went foul. It landed between Shaddy, Cole, and Gates. They were all around the baseball. But there was, it must have been some sort of a weird spin of the ball because everybody thought they had a beat. And then, and then it ends up nobody could make the play. One more strike. 2-2 pitch, ground ball, base hit, left field, ties the game, 3-3, Bernier shoots it through the left side, and it won't happen on the top of the ninth for the Razorbacks. You can just hear the dejection. You can hear the dejection, and if you would have known what was to come, yeah. that call would have been a little bit more, uh, it would have had a little more weight to it. Yeah. But, uh, and Richie says this, it may feel like destiny now, but if Arkansas loses game three, it will probably be an eternal haunting. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that's the thing, man. It, it's, How's the outfielder not call the others off and make that catch? Yeah, that's the question you have to ask. But also, it, it's got me thinking, and I don't want to, I'm not going to say this, is, this isn't as bad as the Saints because they, uh, they get another opportunity mm -hmm. to play tonight. But so the game had more magnitude, the fact that you're looking at a national championship. Yeah, but it so was wasn't like two, a Super Bowl. They were already up one nothing. That play doesn't lose them the national championship. They have another opportunity tonight. So I'll, I'll say it's not as bad as the Saints, and I don't think it's as bad as some of the biggest mistakes in sports. You know, the, the, not the Bill Buckner. The Bill Buckner play, uh, the Pete Carroll call. Um, Chris Webber. Chris Webber. You know, those type of plays – but it's got to be up there, and it's yeah. got to feel like that if you're an Arkansas fan this morning. I'll be fascinated to see how this plays out tonight. Arkansas needs oh, to get off to a great start. If you're not watching this game, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah if you're a sports fan, you're, you're tuned in. Absolutely. You look at this series, though, in the first two games, and, uh, I mean, what Arkansas was out hit 9-5, to five, I believe, in the first game, still win 4-1. to one. And then last night, once again, they were out hit by Oregon State 12-7 to seven overall. Yeah, and honestly, just the way Oregon State started, they had a couple of long outs. The way they were hitting Arkansas's pitcher, I was like, 
man, that, you know, they, they, they might be in Arkansas might be in trouble. But then, like I said, you started feeling that destiny with just the plays that really bounced in Arkansas's favor. And it just took that one pop fly that changed everything. I think we also need to give a lot of credit to Oregon State. You want to talk about a gutsy team and how many times they've had their backs this against is what the they wall. Do. This is what they do. You got to put them away. You got to put them away. Have to. Yeah, they'll they'll make you beat them. And Arkansas had a chance, man. Arkansas really did have a chance. We'll talk more uh, College World Series. In fact, uh, if we can get Wes Moore out of the bed, he uh, is in Omaha. He may give us a report here in the seven o'clock hour. In the eight o'clock hour, you may have heard of this guy Bruce Petty. Oh. Former ULM head baseball coach. It's happening. He'll give us uh, his College World Series take coming up at 8.30. Yeah, you got my interest. I think you got everybody's interest with that. Uh, do we have other uh, college baseball news this morning? Yeah, some not-so-good news for Antoine Duplantis. Uh, team USA had a little exhibition game yesterday against the uh, Coastal Plain League team. By the way, I think Tyler Follis pitched for that team. But I haven't seen anything. I saw like I saw a tweet by Louisiana Tech baseball saying Tyler Follis is getting the start versus Team USA. I haven't seen anything followed up, so I think he pitched yesterday. Mm. And of course, I, I I couldn't really find much information about that game. What we did find though was that Antoine Duplantis had to leave the game with a shoulder injury, and last I saw, it's believed the the AC joint is likely slightly separated which is a, a three to four week, puts him out three to four weeks, and thus ends his summer with Team USA. Mm. Other headlines on this Thursday morning. Have to go to the NBA, of course. Breaking news this morning is uh, ESPN is reporting that Paul George is opting out of his final year in Oklahoma State. He will Oklahoma State, <laughs> Oklahoma City, <laughs> and he will become a uh, free agent. So he's basically declining a guaranteed $20.7 million, you would certainly think now it appears that he is heading to L.A. It seems that way, although people are still not ruling out. He could still land with the Thunder through free agency, you know, get a little more money. I don't know. But um, it does. All signs do point to L.A. And, of course, L.A. is still working on a deal, tr still trying to make pitches to the San Antonio Spurs for Kawhi. So the Lakers keep calling up Popovich. But now he's answering the phone. Yeah, it's it's very strange because these are these two are just seem like they're forever linked. You know, you think back to basketball the last couple of decades, and these were the two programs, right? These were the two franchises that would go, you know, had some incredible series in the Western Conference, and also you know had so many championships won between them. They just seem like the, the biggest of rivals, and now. The Lakers are really trying to make this deal with Kawhi. And, and honestly, I think they could make a good deal because they have a lot of young players. They have a lot of assets. It could certainly help out Popovich and the Spurs. It'll be interesting to see if they make that deal. You know, it'll also be interesting to see how that affects the LeBron, you know, the race to get LeBron, as well as what happens with Paul George. It is Top 10 Thursday. So today's topic is the top Neela college football players, 2018. So, Did you have difficulty putting this list together? I had difficulty ranking the top four. Oh. The top I had difficulty ranking uh, five through ten. <laughs> okay. Well. Four I thought was pretty easy. The top four in order? Yeah. I, I, had, I had switched a few guys. Because I, I had – there's one guy that I really, really like, and I had him number one. But I ultimately put him at number two because – 
the guy at number one has a lot of momentum right now. Jake is trying to be as vague as possible. I really am. I'm trying not to give it away. But uh, anyway, we'll get to that later. But I, I did enjoy putting this list together. Uh, we need your help with the college players from uh, Grambling, ULM, and Louisiana Tech. Who are you the most looking forward to seeing and will make the Im- biggest impact this upcoming fall? Hit us up at 888-993-7762. Today is also a big day. We talked about it last week with Broderick Fobbs, of course, getting a contract extension with the G-Men, he will officially sign this contract, or at least they're making it appear that way, as him and the president will be together at 3 o'clock for a little bit of a photo shoot. Is it like uh, when, when high school kids yeah. do their signing day and they pretend to sign a sheet of paper? Yeah, yeah but good good that this still happened. Uh, how about uh, Daniel Hunter from uh, former LSU standout? Boy, he's uh, a rich or richer man this morning. Five-year, $72 million deal with the Vikings is done. And yeah, I think he's getting 15 million and and a signing bonus and 40 million of that 72 million. Not bad for a former guaranteed. third rounder. Yeah, no, I mean he he's really he, he's done nothing but improve since the first time I saw him and that was at LSU. And I remember, you know, some media members back then were saying he looks like Tarzan plays like Jane. Mm. And that he I don't know, man. He just he turned it on. He, he picked it up quickly. It was like once he once his technique caught up with his freakish athleticism, he took off, and he's done nothing but uh, improve since I've seen him. Over the course of the last three years in the NFL, he's got a 25-and-a-half sacks. Two years ago, of course, the huge season with 12-and-a-half for the Minnesota Vikings. And if you've ever seen any pictures of him or photos, that guy's got more veins than – Yeah, most veins I've ever seen on a person. Mm. It's insane. Mm. Edelman has a few veins. Also, he is appealing the four-game suspension handed down by the NFL. He says they mishandled the evidence, mishandled his pee. Yeah, yeah. Tainted sample. Uh-huh. And that's this reminds me, or it's very similar to the, the Christian Fulton case at LSU where he's trying to say the same thing with the NCAA. Um, I'm interested to see if, the, if, if anything comes of this case. I never liked the whole mishandling the, the, the Ryan Brown samples. Defense. Yeah, I just don't. I don't have any faith that that actually works. Mm. We'll see though. We buried the lead once again. Very disappointed in you. You thought, of course, Arkansas's loss last night was devastating. What about what took place earlier in the day and involved the World Cup? Here is our World Cup update. It is not silent. Germany. Jake, I'm trying to get you fired up. Well, I, I think you threw Tabor off with, with that intro because, like, surely he's not talking about the World Cup. <laughs> All right, Tabes, put this into perspective. Uh, Mexico basically backdoors their way into the, the final 16 because – the favorites, Germany, once again, they lay an egg. They lose. Not, not just lost, but lost by two goals. First time they've ever lost to an Asian team in the World Cup ever at any level, stage. It just was. You asked me which was the big. Well, you asked me which was the bigger um, letdown, Germany or, or Arkansas, and it's not even close. Arkansas can play today. Germany's going home. Mm-hmm. 
They get beat uh, two nil. I think the Korea was a uh, twenty to one underdogs in that game versus Germany. Ooh. Yeah. So Tabers, does that uh, coach from Germany does he even get on the flight home? Has he been fired yet? It's it's tricky. Be- I don't think he'll be fired, but because they won the World Cup four years ago, yeah. and that's so. But it's it'll probably be his contract won't be renewed. There we go. So the the game uh, Mexico it ended before the Germany game, and of course they kind of laid an egg also, right? I mean they get beat three nil. They did. They were really fortunate that they were able to move through. Not so much that just because they got beat, but because of the amount of goals that they lost by really hurt their goal differential. So had they been finished tied with another team for points, that could have really came in the factor. So you know, South Korea did them a pretty big favor there. Pretty exciting World Cup. I mean, this is huge news, Jake Martin. Yeah, I actually texted you yesterday during the Arkansas game. I said, man, what a game. You said, what are you watching, the Germany replay? <laughs> it's like, well, no. <laughs> Close, but not. Uh, the round of 16, does it start today or tomorrow? The uh, round of 16 starts Saturday. Today is the last day, the final day of group play for group G and H. Mm. Uh, anything we should watch here? I see England is in action. Uh, eh, the the England Belgium game, as far as talent wise, you really want to see the best play each other. It's a really tasty matchup. However, they've both already clinched their spot next round, so eh, they're kind of playing for bragging rights. But you know, how far do, will they get some guys some playing time and rest some legs? It'll be interesting to see. But as far as talent and aesthetically pleasing, it'll probably far and away the most interesting matchup. Tabor is not Germany. That was a solid World Cup report. Tabor is. We will continue. I would to say Tabor is the most versatile person here at Sports Talk 970. I had no idea that Tabor knew or was this deep into World Cup or soccer. Good for you, Tabes. He's full of surprises, aren't you, Tabes? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 888-993-7762. And now we are your home for the Houston Astros, the Houston Astros update. Pretty exciting news, Jake, with uh, Alex Bregman. He continues to tear Man, get rid of that stash. It worked out for him since he since he did. In the follow-up two games, he's been 7 for 10 with two home runs, four RBI. That He did all of that in a span of 24 hours. Yesterday, though, he had a two-run shot walk-off. Mm-hmm. To give the Astros a 76 win against the Blue Jays. Mm. Alex Bregman, playing hero once again. It only took an LSU player to do that for Jake to give you his best Houston Astros update so far this summer. Okay. Back to back. Tabor with the World Cup update, then you. We're just hitting on all cylinders this morning. It is all part of the starting lineup brought to you by Louisiana Pancake. The starting lineup. Are you crying? Are you crying? Starting lineup. Are you crying? <laughs> the starting lineup. There's no crying. Let's get to the starting lineup. A little disappointed. Haven't heard from the uh, Razorback fans yet this morning. Yeah, hadn't seen them. No What's text the deal? Yet. Uh, I told you they're going to be avoiding sports shows until the game is played. Mm. I've been there. Mm. I know how it is. It hurts too bad. 
888-993-7762. Big weekend, of course, with the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame. We always love catching up with Paul Letlow. He'll break it down for us coming up at the top of the hour. 8.30, former ULM head coach Bruce Pitt. Mm. You said that with a lot of confidence. Like, yeah, well, I got he'll something answer the for phone. you. No, I'm just it is what it is. Yeah. He'll uh, he'll give us a great perspective on the College World Series. Yeah, he will, no doubt. Maybe a few other things. Uh-huh. I'm sure you'll, that's all you'll ask him about is the College World Series. And it is Top 10 Thursday, and today's topic is Jake Martin. The top 2018 Northeast Louisiana College football players. That's, that's a mouthful there, man. It is. <laughs> it doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. <laughs> but we are always excited to talk about college football. And you acted like you had an easy time ranking these. Top four, really. After that, a little difficult. Oh, come on. The Morning Drive on Sports Talk 97.7 is back after this. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing with Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whatever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, we'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. In the South, June means lawn work is only half done. There's still a lot of grass cutting to do. So through the end of June, you can save 10% on all residential grade zero turn cup cadet mowers from Yard Power. YP has a huge inventory of mowers to choose from because Yard Power is your cup cadet superstore. All cup cadet zero turn mowers, 10% off through June 30th at Yard Power. Highway 165 North in Monroe and on Walter Lane just off New Dakadish in West Monroe. I'll never forget that moment. As long as I live. It was a moment. It was a moment that changed my life. We looked down from the chopper and saw the whole area was flooded. At that moment, it really hit me. This is why I joined the Guard. People had gone up to the rooftops to escape the rising waters. Talk about intense moments. We had to lower the guides on line some 30 feet down. This is where teamwork and training really paid off. It took steady nerves and steady hands for the chopper pilots to hover like that. No question, guard pilots are the best in the world. I couldn't believe it. I just saved a life. What could be better than serving the people of my hometown? In the National Guard, you serve your community as well as your country while you work or attend college. In return, you gain skills in which you can build a career and receive benefits that can help you pay for college. Learn more about what it means to be a citizen soldier at NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana National Guard, aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Grab another cup of coffee and keep tuned to the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. A few things Jake failed to mention in the first segment. Now that would be a good segment. <laughs> Jake Martin's <laughs> leftovers. Yeah, it would be a daily segment. All right, couple of things. Neville's Logan Newell committed to ULL yesterday. Congrats to Logan on his decision there. Hainesville's Cameron Jackson narrowed his list to three. Those three being LSU, Alabama, and Mississippi State. Another thing, 
I actually got to chat with Jacob Pearson yesterday, former right. West Monroe star, uh, 2017's Gatorade Player of the Year. He's with Cedar Rapids, and I wanted to catch up with him because he had that four for five game last weekend where he absolutely, I mean, that was his, that's been his best game so far in the pros. And he talked about how this year is, the game has slowed down much more this year. You know, last year, it's one of those things where, you know, you get drafted, you have your foot in the door, but I think you, you players can have a tendency to think a little bit too much because you want to prove that you're worthy of that third-round draft pick. And he admitted, he said, look, I was trying to do way too much. I stopped doing that. I When I got to Cedar Rapids, he was telling me that he, you know, at first he was trying a little bit too much again, but then he finally settled in and said, the game just kind of took over. The, the game started slowing down. I started just playing my game. And you can see that it is, is producing great results because he's batting like 280 right now. He's doing a really good job. And uh, I just know a lot of people, we, we get texts all the time, how's Jacob Pearson doing? Uh, he's doing very well at Cedar Rapids. Mm. Cedar Rapids Colonels, yeah. Class A ball. Yep. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what, what, what he ends up doing. But this is they just kind of started the second half of their season. I think they've got like 60 games left uh, to go. Other headlines. Is that all you got? Well, that's, I mean, we covered a good bit in the first segment. <laughs> Why uh, don't you tell us something? Uh, did you see, you know, we, we mentioned, of course, uh, ESPN and uh, Get Up, the show that they have in the mornings, and, of course, all the money invested into it. Did you see who they're going to have a guest co-host on Friday to uh, – Pump the ratings up. I did. Alex Rodriguez. Uh, Which is a good, I mean, listen, if you got A-Rod, use him. Because he he's done a great job since making his transition from player to broadcaster. I think he's one of the best in baseball. So just kick Jalen Rose out to the uh, field. Because, I mean, and, and bring in A-Rod, especially I'd be clear, I think ESPN has the Yankees and the Red Sox on Sunday night. Yeah. Easy plug. Exactly. And who better to break it down? I mean, he played in you that. I love room. Alex Rodriguez. I do like Alex Rodriguez. I, I had, you know, growing up, he was my favorite. And then, of course, the steroid stuff and, you know. But, but and I probably hadn't forgiven him until he, he made his transition to the, back into the, the, the broadcast world. And just seeing the way, you know, a lot of guys go to that role and they're very arrogant and they talk about themselves a lot. Uh -huh. And it's just tough to kind of put yourself aside and focus on the younger players and, and promote the game. And I think he does a really good job of that, and I think he breaks it down as good as anybody. So because of that, he's kind of won back some favor with me, I guess. So, yeah, I like A-Rod. I'll be fascinated to see if this actually gives them a bump, if this could be the no, turning point for a get-up on ESPN. I don't think it will. I don't think it matters. Or if, you know, and there's, there's already talked that by the time the uh, football season rolls around, there could be some massive changes already coming on a show that just basically got underway, what, uh, April 3rd? Yeah. Um, and, and like I said, I, I've, I've said this before, I haven't really watched the show. I, I don't really know the formula of the show, but whatever it is, it's not enough to make people tune in. Like, if I want something different than radio or sports center, I go with Dan Levertard. I know that's radio, but it is so far different that 
it sticks out. Like it's if I want goofy and fun, which I don't know if that's what they're going for, but if I want goofy and fun, I go with Levitar. And if I want something serious, you've got so many other options out there, including a guy like Cowherd, who, you know, is is I think the best in radio. Something that caught my attention yesterday, just because we we're talking about the World Cup and, of course, uh, the buzz that this creates or perhaps uh, brings in some new fans to soccer. And then I'm, I'm going through my Twitter line, uh, tweet, a Twitter feed yesterday, and I see a tweet from uh, Roy Lang. Did you even know that uh, Shreveport has a soccer team called the Rafters? I'd, Shreveport Bossier's NPSL soccer team. And I guess they are now in the postseason. Well, Roy pointed out, and they're playing in an independent stadium. Mm. And he literally counted the number of fans in the stadium. And there was 47. How, how 37? 47. Uh, 47. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. That's like the uh, LeVar Ball Basketball League yeah. where absolutely nobody's in the stands. Yes. Well, maybe it's just bad marketing. <laughs> yeah. Well, the fact that we didn't know that there was even a team, yeah, I would say so. <laughs> Uh, yesterday, we mentioned the fact that uh, Dak Prescott was back in hot and, of course, uh, hosting a football camp. Nothing real newsworthy came of it, but uh, Dak was asked about his rise to stardom in the NFL and, of course, his humble beginnings and where he is now. And uh, Dak had an interesting response. Did you ever have imagined in your wildest dreams in any capacity your life kind of going the way it has over the past six, seven years? Oddly, yes, uh, and I just think that's the reason I am here today is because I always believed this. I always believed that that would be in the NFL. I always thought that I could. I always wanted to come back and be able to put on a camp in my hometown like you see all the professional athletes do. So this was always a dream for me, and uh, as I said, I think it's just a testament. As I say, the coaches, the people around me, support system that I'm able to live out my dream. It's just a blessing to be here and see these kids when, and to see myself in their shoes of, of wanting, to, wanting to be in the NFL and having that dream and how exciting it was just to play football, not only play football. I would have died or given everything at their age, you know what I mean, for a pro to be able to come back and just share some knowledge and uh, hopefully I'm inspiring them. I wasn't, I've never been the fastest, I've never been the strongest, I've never been the best athlete on my team. So uh, it, wasn't, it was the same way here in high school, but I had a great, great coaching staff that got the best out of me. So it was about being coachable, uh, listening and being able to put it on the field and uh, not only that, being a good teammate. It'd be a huge year for Dak Prescott. It's going to be. You're, yeah. you're no, I'm just it? saying in terms of his career. Oh yes, yes. I thought you were saying no. he's going to have a monster. I mean, this year. is this is where the, the kind of the fork in the road. For Absolutely, Prescott. I agree. And I of agree. course, getting Ezekiel back in that backfield at the beginning of the year will help his cause. But then, who will he be throwing the ball to? What are his weapons besides that? Yeah, that's the question. Who, who, who's the guy? Who's going to step up at wide receiver? Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley's the man, right? Um, yeah. 110 receptions this year. <laughs> I mean, might just might get there. I think they're going to be running the ball a good bit. Yeah. Uh, ben says, get up isn't goofy or fun. It's terrible. I used to enjoy Michelle Beadle, but she has fallen off the side of a cliff. Ouch. <laughs> get up. Making new fa fans every day. 888-993-7762. It's the Stuart Shelby Goosehead Insurance Hotline slash text line. You want to jump into Top 10 Thursday coming up after the break? Oh, yeah. That's coming up next, the top MBAC players from Northeast Louisiana in the college ranks for the upcoming football season. Paul Letlow will join us at 745 as we talk a little Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame. And then coming up at 830, former ULM head coach Bruce Petty on the College World Series. We're back after this on the Morning Drive.
If your job situation is changing because of layoffs or restructuring, make sure your retirement stays on track. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor Mike Barris. Stop by our office at 1507 Lamy Lane for a face-to-face appointment. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing member SIPC. Whether you have a sports or an orthopedic injury, nagging low back or neck pain, work-related injury, or even vertigo, get the care and treatment you need at Legacy Outpatient Therapy Services. LOTS has been a reliable health care provider for Ruston and the surrounding communities for over 15 years. Give Chase Patterson and his team of skilled therapists a call at 318-255-9601 or visit our website at LegacyRehab.net. LOTS, official partner of Louisiana Tech Athletics and your home for trusted therapy solutions. Powered by Legacy Rehab If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing with Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whatever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. We'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. Good morning, Louisiana. This is the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. All right, full disclosure, this is uh, Jake Barton's uh, idea here this morning. Uh, top 10 college football players that we think will make an impact from Northeast Louisiana in the upcoming year. We just uh, bounced a few ideas back and forth. It did not go well <laughs> during the commercial break. So this should be fun to see how this pans out. Oh, this is going to be a train wreck probably. <laughs> but that's either way, it'll be entertaining radio. All right, full disclosure, we do believe all three have the potential to have pretty big years next year. Yeah. All three programs. No doubt, no doubt. I'm high on all three. But when have you started a year and said, oh, this is going to be a rough year? ULM will be uh, lucky to squeeze out two wins this year. Well, I mean, I, I usually try to be realistic, but looking at, at, at all, I think, you know, Grambling has done a lot these yeah. past couple of years. I, I think I'm I'm less hyped up for Grambling this year than I've been in the years past, and there's good reason. I mean, uh, you lose a guy like Devontae Kincaid, and uh, along with others, I mean that's that's tough to to replace. So I think for for those reasons, I still I'm still high on Grambling. I'm just not as high as I typically am. Other cases, Louisiana Tech. I think I'm really high on Louisiana Tech. I think I might be higher on them than than most people. I've just been reading some magazines. Mm-hmm. And like I, I saw an eight win pr- projection for them, and I, I think I'm going higher. I think I'm going nine or ten. I just, I, I think a lot of, of what they return. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, Jamar Smith didn't exactly win over people last year, and I think some Louisiana Tech fans are, are probably losing patience with him. I still think he can still be a really good quarterback for that team, but I'm just high on, on the pieces around him. Yep. Guys like Teddy Ville. Guys on the offensive line. I mean, that off- if you've got an experienced offensive line, I automatically like you. Mm. I, w- I want to learn more about you, and I want to see what else you've got. Because if you've got an, a good 
experienced offensive line, you're one step ahead of everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's that's the way I always view the preseason. So I like Tech. I like ULM. Mm-hmm. I like what what the offense returns. I mean, they returned the majority of an offense that was 25th in the nation last year, and they I do yes the defense struggled, but they did get to gain a lot of experience last year on that defensive side of the football. So I expect them to be better. I don't know how much better, but they only have to be so much better with an offense like that. So for those reasons, you can see I am high on all three teams, and I'm not just saying that because of where we are. You tipped your hand a little bit. They almost gave up too much information before we dived into our top ten. No, I didn't, top 10 I didn't tell Thursday. you anything about the individual players. I, I just was talking about the team. Taves, if you have some college football music, and listen to that. He's got it right there on cue. At number 10, I looked long and hard to find someone on ULM's defense to put on this list. Really? Yes. How'd you get? I just said ULM's defense overall. And then, of course, you go with the oh, local guy. what a cheat. Donald Lewis. What I'll throw cheat. him on there. Of course, uh, Donald, six foot three, 273 pounds. We watched him with the Neville Tigers. They need a couple leaders on this defense, considering what they did last year. Arguably the worst defense in the country. Injuries had a lot to do with that. But now it's time for them to step up. Lewis uh, had 32 tackles last year. Four hurries, also had a sack. I'll put him at number 10. But quite frankly, you could mix in another eight or nine different guys, hopefully for ULM's defense, and put them at number 10. What a cop-out. That... I have Donald Lewis at number 10. Okay, so you're sticking with Donald Lewis. That's your Slash ULM No, defense. no, no. You're locked in with Donald Lewis. Yeah. All right, number 10, I got William Waddell from Grambling. Now, he was an all-swag first-team performer. He graded out at 85% in those 13 games last season. He had 28 pancakes and allowed no sacks last year. I got him at number 10. Nice. Impressed. At number 9, Jaquiz Dancy. Uh, Louisiana Tech, of course, needs somebody to step forward in the backfield with the graduation of Kraft and Boston Scott. Dancy, of course, has been just a fabulous story. We're all into storylines, battling his way back from cancer. Rushed for 262 yards last year. He can, certainly looks like he's got that burst. We saw it during the spring. Can Dancy be the next guy in the backfield? I got him at number nine. I can already tell our list is going to be completely different, and I could never not keep putting Dancy in there. But I've got R.J. Turner from ULM. Now, if you want a deep threat, Here's a deep threat. Last year, he had 686 yards, had six touchdowns in 11 games, but he was that big play guy. He averaged more than 17 yards per catch last season, which put him pretty high nationally. I think he was top 50 in that category. So he's a big play guy. I think ULM's going to make a lot of big plays this year with that offense they have. I I included R.J. Turner on my list. I like that selection, especially because of the attention that Marcus Green is going to get going into next year. Absolutely. That's only going to help him. Where are we at? Number Number eight. eight. Uh, Grambling's quarterback. Whoever it is. Who is (laughs) ever under center for the Tigers? Oh, my goodness. I mean, there's a battle going on. Who will be Grambling's quarterback? And with the weapons that they'll continue to have and with Broderick Fobbs calling the shots, I mean – Whoever wins the starting job for the G-Men will be a player to watch at number eight. That is what happens terrible. if I say that uh, Hockenbottom, that's my number eight, and then he ends up not even starting? For you don't have to include either guy. You don't have to include that position at all. Devontae Kincaid, as great as he is, if you just look at the numbers last year, 
you know, they weren't through the roof. They weren't like the year prior. Mm -hmm. So for that reason, I'm more high on Gremlins defense entering this season. You should have picked somebody off the Gremlins defense. Mm -hmm. That said, I got one of those coming up here in a minute. I picked someone off of Louisiana Tech's defense. I picked Davon Washington, the linebacker. Mm -hmm. He had 70 tackles last year. He had a forced fumble, two interceptions, and five tackles for loss. I expect big things from him this year. I think when you're looking at Louisiana Tech's defense, I know if you're looking at the overall numbers from last year, you know, they're they're not superb, but I think they have so much returning at every single level that I expect this team to make a big jump in 2018. At number seven, I'll let you have honors this time. All right, this is my cheat, <laughs> but at least I have names to it. Uh, I got O'Shea Douglas and uh, Ethan Reed, Louisiana Tech Bulldogs guards. Mm. The guard tandem. Uh you know, if you if you look at what they what they've done in their career, they've each earned you know freshman All American honors, and uh, I just think this. I, I mentioned it earlier, the fact that if you have a really experienced, really good offensive line that puts you ahead of the curve, and I think these two guys are going to be pivotal pivotal for this Louisiana Tech Bulldog team in 2018. At number seven, I got the rock star who sometimes uh, last year was singing off key. That being uh, <laughs> Jamar Smith. His That's not over, bad. His overall numbers last year, 16 touchdowns, five interceptions, averaged 257 yards per game. You looked at last year, of course, coming in, such high expectations on this kid. He rebounded, of course, with the bowl game. The spring game was a different story. We heard, of course, Coach Holtz talking about the injuries that he went through. Jamar Smith, big things expected out of him. You certainly could see him having a big, big year, especially – it's certainly a lot better than the 16 touchdowns and the five picks that he had last year. He's definitely the player with the most pressure entering this season. Like I said, people are running out of patience. Mm-hmm. They want to see him become that rock star. Because of the of the year he had last year and the inconsistency, I didn't include him in my list. Now, if, if by the end of the year we're talking about him and how he, he did become that rock star, I will gladly be wrong in, the, in that regard, but... How can Jamar Smith not be on your list? Uh, the winning quarterback, second-year starter. So, some people would argue that he held the offense back a little bit last year, you know? And, and and it's because of that inconsistency. Now, if he gets more consistent, the tools are there. If you're watching him play, the tools are absolutely there. But he's got to go out there and he's got to do it on the field before I actually include him on this list because we've got a lot of good players in this area, too many good ones for me to put him over someone else and say, I think he'll do it. I need to see it first. Uh, one of those tools being at number six on my list, top impact players from Northeast Louisiana in the college football ranks next year, Teddy Veal coming off a season when he had 74 receptions for the Bulldogs and seven touchdowns. You certainly could see him duplicating those numbers or even doing better this year. That is my number six as well. You know, how do you how do you transition – from the two two of the best receivers in program history, <clears throat> you bring in Teddy Ville, and, and, and you see what he did. He said, you know, 74 uh, receptions last year for 950 yards and seven TDs. Also had a punt return for a TD. I like Teddy Ville a lot. All right, you want to recap number 10 through 6 before we go to break to get Paul Letlow on the show. Yeah. And we'll resume our list in the 8 o'clock hour. <clears throat> All right. At number 10, William Waddell from Grambling. 9, R.J. Turner from ULM. Eight, Davon Washington, Louisiana Tech. Seven, O'Shea Dugas and Ethan Reed, Louisiana Tech. And six, 
I got Teddy Bill. Uh, some would say I cheated at number 10. I had ULM's defense at number 9. Jaquise Dancy at number 8. Grambling's quarterback, whoever it is. Jamar Smith coming in at number 7. Louisiana Tech's gunslinger. And then at number 6, the dynamic Teddy Veal from the Bulldogs. Good stuff. So you thought that was easier than the top 5 or the top 4 you had the, the top with. 4. I separate the top 4 from the rest of the list. And ranking that top 4, I had a lot of internal debates. It was, it was kind of difficult to rank those top 4. Mm. Our top 10 Thursday will continue in the 8 o'clock hour. Coming up next... We're going to discuss Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame, another class going in this weekend down in Natchitoches. In fact, uh, they're going to have the press conferences later today. We've got sound coming up from uh, Larry Wright, the former Grambling and Richwood standout. Also in the 8 o'clock hour, we're hoping to get a hold of uh, Wes Moore. He will join us from Omaha. Plus, former ULM head baseball coach Bruce Petty, his perspective on the College World Series and other things. 888-993-7762, The Morning Drive on Sports Talk 97.7. Back after this. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. Get your craw daddies now at Randall's Fine Meats. Randall's Fine Meats has your craw daddies ready to go every day. Low prices for live or boiled. Ask about their 5 and 10 pound specials on some of the best crawfish around. Plus, Randall's will even cater your next event. Just give them a call. 343-0382 and book in advance. Randall's also has your specialty stuffed meats. And you have to try his fried Cracklins at Randall's. Like them on Facebook or just stop on by. Randall's Fine Meats, 4205 Old Sterlington Road, Monroe. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing with Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whenever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, we'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. Looking for affordable home building here in Northeast Louisiana? Look no further than Allen Builders. The folks at Allen Builders are dedicated to building that quality custom home that you've always been dreaming of. In the need of a remodel, bathrooms, kitchen, flooring, the folks at Allen Builders can handle it. Issue with the roof, whether it's tearing off and replacing existing shingles, replacing rotten decking, and installing solar power vents, yep, they've got that covered. For more information, call Allen Builders today, 348 348- 8920-348-8920. Hi, I'm Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser. Louisiana is more than just a place to visit. It's our way of life, and that means being outdoors. Join the nearly 2 million people who camped, bike, paddled, and hiked our state parks last year as we invite you to do the same. Every corner of Louisiana has something to offer, from the world-class fishing at Toledo Bend to paddling at Fountainwood to exploring the ancient mounds at Poverty Point World Heritage Site. So fill up your car and staycation right here in our home, Louisiana. Let's get back to the sports on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston. 
Welcome back to the Morning Drive. Aaron and Jake hanging out here in the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in West Monroe. John Tabor continues to do a fabulous job back at the Sports Talk 97.7 headquarters in Ruston. This is literally one of my favorite guests whenever we can get him on the phone. That's a big buildup, isn't it? Yeah. A lot of hype. Will Who he could deliver? it be? Yeah. Paul Letlow used to work in this business, then he got smart, got out. Now I don't know what he does, but we certainly enjoy having him on, especially when the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame comes around. Paul, what's going on, buddy? Aaron, what's going on, man? That's a, a fantastic, fantastic intro. I was afraid it, uh, maybe I had uh, gotten in with you too early or something. That doesn't sound like uh, the kind of introduction I typically get on this station. Jake. Paul and I used to have some fun. Uh, there were some lean times the, during ULM football when he worked for the New Star. So a lot of times in those press conferences, we got to tag team up on, on some coaches, and Paul would just ask some brutally hard questions. Correct, Paul? I mean, sometimes, <laughs> you know, there would be some, some times where there there just weren't many other questions to ask. I mean, that's probably a tactical <laughs> way to put it. But uh, I had a well, – let me see if I could even say this on the radio – yeah. I'll, I'll do it. Uh, edit it out if it doesn't work right. Yeah, um, yeah. I had a coach once that um, I had written that they had an impotent offense. Uh, they were averaging less than 10 points a game. Yeah. And um, later on he told me that he wouldn't talk to me anymore because I had written that he was impotent. So, <laughs> so I, I explained to him kind of that the word had some different meanings. And eventually we were able to talk again, but yeah. – um, you know, by my definition, less than 10 points a game for a college football team, that's evident. Yeah. And then you had some stimulating conversations after that. Uh, Paul, you're always looking forward to, of course, uh, this weekend down in Natchitoches, Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame. I know you've been involved in one way or another throughout the years. What does this mean for the sports world inside this state? Well, every year when we have this, all it does to me is, is just validate what a great natural resource we have and, and all of these sports figures. It's not just athletes, it's coaches. And we, I think we do a good job, too, of, of always having diverse classes. We've got a high school football coach in there this year, a couple of NFL players, a major league pitcher, uh, Larry Wright. That's our local guy. He's um, you know very decorated professional basketball player, college, high school from Richwood. So yeah, we're we're all over the place, and um, and it's not just a football state or not just basketball. I mean, we're pretty rich across the board. Yeah, I know you hear criticism about why isn't this guy in or why isn't he in. How, how do you guys come about putting together uh, the the inductees and the process of, of course, getting someone into the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame? You know, I haven't done the math on this, but we've got a, a, a committee of about thirty people that get together typically every August, uh, different different places around the state. And uh, I bet we have, uh, goodness, I mean, I, I bet it's more than a 1,000 years, literally a 1,000 years cumulative covering sports in this state. We've got some folks that go back a long time. So, again, my math may be off, but in other words, there's a lot of institutional knowledge in that room, and it, it runs the gamut from people that have maybe been around it 50 years to uh, maybe 10, but it's still, we, we cover a lot of ground, so... We've always got a big working list, and every year new people come on onto the ballot. People like Peyton Manning are coming down the pipeline in the future, Drew Brees. But we've always got a working list, and so we all get together, and we usually spend several hours together. And the discussions can get heated because you, you know, you're going to vote. You're going to vote based on credentials, but also there's a little bit of politics involved because you represent your part of the state. 
uh, you know, you're you're a lot of times you're the you're the person that that speaks up on behalf of a certain candidate. Maybe you're more familiar with them than some of the other voters, and so uh, and, and and sure, there's some personal involvement sometimes too. There's no question, but ultimately, I think every year we do a really good job of, of coming up with a nice class that you know that um, hits a lot of hits a lot of check boxes and. And we've always got a lot of folks that, yeah, we don't get in, but you can sort of track them sometimes. You can see them coming, and you see them getting a little more support. It's like, it's like any Hall of Fame, Baseball Hall of Fame, if you follow that. You'll see folks that get just almost enough votes, and the next year they get in. So it, it's a fun process, and, and generally speaking, I think we do a really good job with it. Paul, how long does somebody have to be out of the game before they're eligible to go into the Hall of Fame? Oh, goodness. Um, I I think it's five years. I don't have that in front of me. I'm I'm bad about stuff like that, to be honest. But usually it's five years. And then there's an age limit, too. For instance, um, Don Chouse was was an active coach when he went in, but he had reached an age limit. And, and I know that's one of the one of the things we allow, too. You can be active as, say, a coach uh, if you reach a certain age. And, and Paul, it's got to be a little difficult for you, too, because you want to present the best case for athletes from this area, but also you want to make sure that their credentials are are represented right because literally some of these people it's hard to find the accurate information the wins loss totals and of course some of their individual honors that they've had throughout the years that's true i mean you've you've been involved in situations like that too you're trying to do a, a feature piece on somebody and and uh, just finding information particularly maybe back from a, a couple of decades ago but uh most of the time you know there are some historical candidates we, we actually have some old timer categories we had a we put in place um a mechanism to try to find some overlooked folks. And, and over the years, uh, for example, I think we put in a couple of uh, Negro League baseball players that were overlooked. There was uh, there were a couple of players, or eight, there was a player that had some Monroe ties a few years back, uh, home run Willard Brown, uh, that had played for the Monroe Monarchs. We were able to get him in, uh, you know, long after he had passed away. So, we do the best we can in those areas, and, and unfortunately there have been folks maybe that were overlooked over time, but we, we do try to always remain open to uh, having a, something in place that can bring those people in if, if, if we're made aware of uh, And, Paul, if anybody hasn't been down to the uh, Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame Museum yet, they certainly need to make the trip. What has that place meant to, of course, the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame in general? Oh, that was a that was a great milestone for us to reach. You know, actually having a physical building. You you may or may not remember. I bet you do though. Just at one time, it was uh, simply the trophy cases down at Northwestern State where they play basketball. You know, we just had wow. some memorabilia um, there in the trophy cases, and it was just kind of set in there like you might even have in high school. Uh, you know, now this is a you know an incredible building, and it's got all kind of amazing uh, memorabilia. A lot of stuff representing northeastern Louisiana. You go in there and you see stuff from Grambling State and ULM and Louisiana Tech right there beside uh, helmets and jerseys from the Saints and, and other professional franchises and, and, and other colleges. So, yeah, I mean, it's really nice. On the first floor, you, you're going to have your uh, inductees stuff that will be set up. I'll see that later this week, probably tomorrow or Saturday. And uh, upstairs, you kind of have a, a bigger exhibit. And it's it's going to be the stuff that represents those past inductees. Paul, uh, Ronnie Rance told us they're going to core more of a, a Q&A format. But the, the speeches, some of them I know I get a little long-winded, but is there one or two that you remember that kind of 
you saw the emotion and what that meant to that individual to get inducted in the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame. You know, I'm going to go a different direction with that. Um, <laughs> one of our, you know, we, we sort of keep unofficial records, and I believe, I do believe Tommy Henry had the longest induction speech of all time. Really? I may be wrong there, but he was definitely in the mix. Uh, Tommy Henry, he may have thanked every person that he ever came in contact with during his his uh, induction. And you remember Tommy as the Louisiana High School Association Commissioner. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's so many. I, I like the, the ones that have some humor to them. Um, I'm trying to think. You know, I, if you were there for Don Childs, his was yeah. emotional. He talked about how much time he put in as a coach. And, and honestly, and, and we all know this, we all see this, you know, you're, you're away from your family a lot. I think he was – almost apologetic at times that he had spent so much time in his profession and and that's just one of the one of the traits you see in coaches they have to try to find that balance between their teams and their and their sports and their families and so yeah you you go all different directions with those and and usually folks do a good job of kind of reining things in and i I enjoy hearing from all of them it's it's uh it's always amazing to just hear some of these personal stories about their journeys from uh, from our state on to you know, bigger things. A couple final questions for Paul Letlow. And, of course, you, you mentioned the one individual from this area going to Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame this year, and that being Larry Wright, former Grambling and Richwood standout. As you were kind of putting together his feature, what was the one or two things that stood out the most to you about Larry Wright? Oh, man, it was amazing to me how much he had won over the course of his career. I knew some of the highlights, but, uh, I mean, Richwood, he won. They won a state championship. He had to finish up at a high school in Washington, D.C. They won a championship up there, too. I believe it was a city championship. Both times, too, he was coached by someone from Rayville, uh, Herschel West at Richwood and uh, Robert Piper in Washington, D.C. You would see that would become a common theme in his life, too, that Rayville connection. Gets to the NBA. Well, I'm sorry, I'm jumping over Grambling. Uh, he goes to Grambling. They win a, a SWAC championship or a conference championship. He's a first-round draft pick in the NBA. He wins an NBA championship with Elvin Hayes, another Rabel guy. So that that was really cool. He gets out of the NBA. He finished his career there. He thinks he's done. He's teaching. He gets a call from uh, a team in Italy. There's a guy over there named uh, Mike D'Antoni. I think we know him now as the Rockets head coach. Like, look, we've got this American guy. He's tearing the league up. we got to find somebody combative. We're going to win, win over here. We've got to have an American, too, that can go toe-to-toe with him. So they bring him to Italy. Uh, he wins over there, too, wins more championships, and is so big, Larry Wright is so big in Italy, he has his own shoe. You've heard of the Jordans, the Kobe's, whatever the popular shoe is now. There was a Larry Wright shoe by Diodora uh, that that they were selling in Italy during his heydays there. So uh, that was one of my favorite things I ran across, and his daughter, uh, Ashana, told me that. So, I mean, and, yeah, finally, it's, it's, and finally, Paul, just uh, in terms of the weekend, when Shaquille O'Neal went in, was that the biggest weekend, the biggest buzz that you've seen during your time? Oh, without a question. I mean, it was a, there was a sea of people. I mean, you could not move, um, and you have this giant that's just kind of walking through the crowd, and and he's his torso was above the entire crowd. He couldn't hide, and uh, he was so that that night, those days that he was there, he was so patient, so cool with everybody. Took a million selfies, and and so you know, again, that was that was amazing. I think the, the event, though, itself continues to get bigger every year. Ronnie Ranch mentioned him earlier, came on board a couple of years ago, and uh, has done a really good job of, of continuing that mission and, 
uh, making that event something really special, not just for the inductees, but for anybody that attends. So if you get a chance this weekend, there's there's several things going on. Uh, tomorrow night down in Natchitoches, there's uh, some fireworks and some events you can take part in, some food and beverage, and then the induction itself takes place uh, Saturday night. And uh, just check out their website if you're interested in going to anything. And finally, Paul, I know you got a real job now, but you continue to dabble in this business and, of course, doing things on ULM's website. You certainly still love that part of the aspect of it. Yeah, that's fun. And just real quick, let me mention uh, the L Club announced their Hall of Fame here uh, this week, too. Uh, we've got uh, a great class there as well. Uh, folks will remember Stephen Giles, the quarterback. Uh, we have um, Jeff Blackshear, who's an offensive lineman, spent nine years in the NFL. Casey Goodman. You know, she rattled a lot of fences out there as a softball player, and then Kenny Hollaback, who was uh, who was so good and such a such a fun guy, he had his own fan club. Uh, guys that wore T-shirts that said Hollaback 316, and raised a lot of cane there outside the uh, the fences when he was playing and pitching too. So uh, we'll we'll put a little more information about that, but that'll be the induction weekend. Will be the, the 22nd. That's the game of that's the Troy game at ULM, and uh, we'll have an induction that morning too before the game and. Uh, that'll be fun as well. Paul, as always, we appreciate the time. Don't be a stranger, bud. Enjoy your weekend. Yeah, thanks for having me. You guys have a good Thanks for listening to the best of the morning drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.